This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. You know, Dawn just had that story in our Dirt Alert about, um, you know, only clicking on reputable or buying toys from reputable sites. Mm-hmm. I fell for something that did came you? to our work email. This seems un- unlike you. Oh. I did get scammed, too. Okay, so it was so enticing. Mine had to do with Costco. Okay. Is this a phishing scam test yep. that they send out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. To mm-hmm. Us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so our, our IT uh, department will send out, they're trying to get us better with recognizing potential viruses. Yep. They send out scams. Mm-hmm. And if you click on it, you quickly are embarrassed as it said, you just fell for a cyber phishing attack. And it's yep. from Hubbard Broadcasting. Yep. It's, it's a whole like, thing. you moron. I'm yeah. so afraid of this that I don't click on anything and then I miss stuff. I usually don't, oh, but I did it and I and it was um, Costco's best holiday deals. And I'm like, oh, clickety click. And then it was Bang. like, woo, woo. Alarms Dummy alert. Yep. Dummy alert. Yep. Everybody starts coming in hazmat suits into the area where I was <gasps> sitting. Yeah. So I fell for it. Oh, man. I'm really bummed about it. I forget the one that I fell for, but I thought, and I, and I have hovered over the sender's address so many mm-hmm. times on ones that look kind of close. I'm like, ah, nope, that's fake. That's fake. So I've passed the test a lot of times and really felt good about it. And yeah. then, boy, took the bait, forget what it was for. But how do you know? Like, you don't get a affirmative, thanks for deleting this. No, you know? no, you don't. But you just sort of have the internal satisfaction of knowing, up oh, that's, that's right. bullcrap. That's not really from Facebook. You're not about to lose your Instagram account. All of this garbage that they send out. The, uh, Hubbard doesn't need me to docu-sign this thing. I get a lot yeah. of that. Right. I, right. Those are the ones that I get afraid about about the most that are coming from the legitimate ones the legitimate ones i'm like i'm not clicking on that and then they start getting on your case like guys come on you haven't done this i'm like i'm not clicking who are you are you the same person are you the scammer i know it's a thing it's a whole thing guys anyway we've got a story about yellowstone season premiere uh steve and i just started watching yellowstone dawn oh do you watch i don't watch that but i have heard uh great things about it um apparently it just premiered its season four this past weekend and did bang up numbers. Eight million people watched that show. Wow, really? This ain't broadcast television. You know what I mean? This is this is That's you gotta a go lot find it. Um and eight million people watched it. The the um oh goodness. The come on, the the, the family, the the, the numbers, the demographic. Uh, I don't remember it at all. What I was going to say there. (laughs) 
That's why a bummer. are you asking us for help? You're like, come on. Come on. Like, come on. You, <laughs> if you don't even remember you how You feed me all of you. my lines. That's uh, Eight million. They were likening it to Game of Thrones, saying it's really oh, becoming okay. this kind of a powerhouse where people just want to tune in. I'm not 100% sold on it yet. I would like someone to email me and tell me why I should keep watching. I what episode have... are you on? Six. Yeah. I finished six. No. Of season one. I'm on episode half. Steve. But, but. Pick up the pace. No, this is why I hate doing things with you. Ooh, You're all over strong. the map in terms of, yeah, I use the H word. This is hate speech. You can't say you finished half. Half and then of get one episode. Me. Yes. Yes. Because I'm on episode <laughs> six. You did Just commit. That. No, I can't. It's, here's the thing. It's. TV is tougher. Reading, remember when you were all over the map in terms of what you wanted us to read? First you shamed me I was reading too slow. Then you were reading too slow. TV is more challenging. I know it's the same old excuse. I got it. You've got kids. Which means I can't fire. You can go home and throw one on at three in the afternoon and watch and That's take fair. notes. That's fair. I'm I listening. can't start until nine. I got to make sure these little ears are asleep and comatose. You know, it's tricky. And then what happens? Oh, sorry. Every once in a while, I get tired. Not sure if you guys heard. I'm working two jobs for the next week and a half. Listen, once I become a full-time degenerate like you, um, just radio, Write that really one down. fully focused. Write. That was w- said with respect. <laughs> full-time degenerate. What time? Eight eleven oh nine. Eleven ten. My my TV viewing is gonna turn up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's gonna be uh, great. Uh, it- is it? I don't know yet. It's you, just because you'll too have to watch to... while the kids are still in school. Yeah, I, yeah, you that's have to the sneak thing. One in. I have to finish a show before they get home at like two thirty. Oh yeah, that's not going to work. I don't know. I don't know, Steve. Are you going to step up your game when you're doing this full time? I'm just curious because I'm getting a lot of questions from other people. Wow, who you don't know? They go to a different school. <laughs> <laughs> you mean yes. just in terms of on air performance? Oh, God. I just right? mean all of it. Yeah. You know, you learn a couple of new skills in production. Mm. You want me to start doing the podcast? I want you to share responsibility. I'm I'm now the uh, show links guy, feeling very good about show link guy stuff. Oh, this boy, is why that's the easiest job. This is why I don't, um, Don, um, why I don't <laughs> negotiate too hard because I know that there with it will come added expectations. You know, I want to support you. Honest to goodness, you're, you're a legacy in and of yourself. Mm. And I just sort of, I don't want to interrupt the flow that you have. Mm. And you're so good, um, with, with some of these, these tasks to interrupt your flow would be a real bummer. We a would disservice. Like for you, how about this? Okay. We'd like our flow. Interrupted. We would like you to, <laughs> we have a new way that we're supposed to edit the podcast today. Yeah. It sounds like it's going and super well. And we would well. like you to start taking that over today, starting today. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I can't today. I have to run but over the TV. But you have a fresh mind, so it's you know? going to be easy. You don't have to unlearn things. Yeah, yes. I would like to learn this new, um, this new post thing. All right, great. Because then I want to try to figure out if I can do it without as much complaining as Donna. That's secretly an ambition that I have inside of me. <gasps> when have I complained? I'm not complaining about having to do the podcast. It's kind of fun. <laughs> it is. I just need a backup because. You know, when somebody's, uh, hi, everybody, uh, hey guys, welcome, welcome to our, our meeting on the air. 
when someone's gone. Like yeah, me, it's, it's very confusing. Like who's gonna do take over the responsibility? DJ Rock Lobster has another job too. Clomp clomp. You know what? How about this? <laughs> this is a clomp and a clomp. <laughs> I should Oregon board. I do the first hour of the podcast. That's right, and we and appreciate that very much. Okay, well, here's what we'll do. We'll go downstairs. We'll get our first lunch. Second lunch is the taco bar. We'll come right back up, okay. and then you'll show me how to do a post. We don't know how. Well, no, what? they changed the it all today. Day. Oh, when should I sit down with you guys next week? Today. You just take today. over. Dawn and I are going to go home. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I got a thing. I got a thing. Okay. All right. Anyway, good work. talk, you guys. Um, uh, let's see here. When we come back, I'll give you a dealer's choice here, Donna. You can choose. Okay. We we can talk about the specific hour that you should fall asleep that is good for your heart. Okay. Or we can talk about some famous actors who had these small little roles before they got really famous. How about if we squeeze both of those things in? Well, friends, the gauntlet's been laid down. See what we accomplish <laughs> when we come back. The Donna and Steve experience on my talk. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. We're joined by producer Don McLean. Hi. Hi. Pew pew pew. Shabark and barg. All right, so do we want to hit a study? <laughs> Let's do a study first. Yes. Okay, so um here I go. Studies have shown the microbials mm, Studies have <laughs> Studies? Studies have shown. Yeah, there you go. Here's according a, to a new study. Here's a study. Uh, we, there are a lot of studies out there about sleep. Studies have shown uh, that studies have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown. They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Yo! So there are a lot of studies about sleep. Everybody's always trying to figure out how to get better sleep. How much sleep should I get? When should I wake up? Blah, 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 blah. This is a specific study about the hour that you should fall asleep during in order to benefit your health. During. During. (laughs) Researchers say the sweet spot for falling asleep is between 10 and 11 p.m. Here's how they came up with this time. They tracked and analyzed data or data from more than 88,000 adults over a span of six years. This is a long-haul study. They found that there is a 12% greater risk of cardiovascular disease among people who go to bed between 11 and 11.59 p.m. A 25% higher risk of cardiovascular disease among people who go to bed midnight or later. But not just the night owls that got the short end of the stick, falling asleep earlier then 10 p.m. Really? Was associated with a 24% increased risk of heart disease. What? That makes zero sense to me. And kind of to the researchers, too. They don't have all of the answers for these results just yet, but they suspect that our body's internal clock, its circadian rhythm, gets disrupted by going to bed either too late or too early, and that has adverse effects on our heart. Yeah. Okay, good to know. Now, for the record, the study did take into account things like sleep duration, Derp. sleep irregularity, yeah. being an early bird or a night owl, and other factors, and the results still said the best time to go to bed is between 10 and 11, and I think that's pretty sensible. I think that's sensible, too. If you wake up at a normal time-ish for a job, 
going to sleep between 10 and 11, I bet for most people, makes good sense. Yeah, yeah. One, two, Past 11, three, it starts to feel like, yeah, you oh, get up man. at 6. Yeah, you get a good 8 in there. If you're asleep at 10. Yeah, that's true. Okay. <clears throat> you know, okay. I accidentally got up a little bit earlier today. I hit snooze one and a half times. I hit snooze once, hit it twice, and then got up like a couple minutes into that snooze. And I was like, man, crap, alarm usually goes off at 6. I was like, it's already like 6.15. This is, this is frustrating. And then I forgot I had set my alarm for 5.47 a.m. Oh. So then it was only 5.57. Oh. And the Didn't world... Did you feel good? Was my oyster. Three extra minutes? Felt great because it was in the 5 a.m. hour. Yeah, yeah, I've been setting my clock, my phone, for 5.52 every morning. Sure. Because then when I hit snooze, I'm still up by 6. Up by 6. Oh, one. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's, that's what I thing. do, Donna. I set yeah. it way early, and then I I have three alarms. That go yeah, off me too. In the three a.m. hour, there's some and emergency then, ones, you know. And the, yep, the emergency one. Dawn, what time do you get here? Uh, five. Do you prep the night before? Yes. Yeah, that's the key. Yeah, that's the way to so, do it. Yeah. I used to be mad at Steve for doing his work from home, and I'd get here way before him. Yeah. Now I see the benefit. I can't think. Do your work before you leave the house. And I email myself the night before so that because of the technical issues that could go wrong before the morning show starts with Jason being remote and Kenny being remote mm-hmm. yeah. and resetting computers, I've noticed that if I'm not prepared, it always happens on that day. Got it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. There's something to be said too for, um, yeah, I think we kind of learned that through the pandemic as all of our, the ways that we prepped for these shows all changed and where we were and all that. Uh, it's, it's nice. Like then by the time you get in here, the show is more or less done. Now it's just fine tuning. Maybe yes. you know, Donna likes to print hard copy things, take another look at your email, anything pressing oh, yeah. you have to get back to beforehand. To uh, but it feels good. And you know, I actually have always been very resistant to ever doing work the night before. I like the day to have a clear ending and then a beginning. You know what I mean? Yes, Otherwise, I it do. feels like it bleeds a little yep. bit. There have been a couple nights, maybe within the last couple of weeks, where I've started punching a few things in uh, ahead of time. And that, that kind of feels good, too. And so I'm seeing some of the benefit of that. The burden's a little bit less in the morning. But, um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, find, find ways to work that make good sense where the product doesn't suffer. I love it. Smarter, not harder. That's the That's whole right. thought behind smarter, not harder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
Sugar, Let's see. You know? Sorry that's good. That's up. a nice uh, um, admission of growth there, Donna. Thank you. That's that's cool, man. I appreciate you recognizing that. We're buddies. All right, let me give you a couple of these real quick. These are fun. We've got a little over a minute. Um, actors who were in small roles before they were famous. This now Broadway star was on The Sopranos in 2007. This now some, Broadway star was on The Sopranos in 2007. And some could say that this was his first big shot. Mer, uh, Lynn, Manuel Miranda. Yes. I'm not oh. giving away my shot. shot. That's right. Thank yes. you. He was on The Sopranos? He was uh, one time. One time. He was on The Sopranos Probably 2007. Probably or something. Okay. I thought, what role was he? Um, let's see here. Um... Uh, Oh, and then Michael B. Jordan did an episode on The Sopranos in 1999. How about this? A, That's uh, interesting. This, a, a pre-Save by the Bell appearance from this star uh, was on an episode of The Golden Girls in 1987. What Save by the Bell star appeared on Golden Girls? Dustin Diamond. Dustin Diamond, the late Screech? No. Uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez. How about that? I knew it. Uh, Rosario Dawson was on Sesame Street in 1991. She was 12. Oh, I bet she was so cute. Uh, Angela Bassett played a flight attendant in Kindergarten Cop in 1990. Cool. Jennifer Garner might not mention it often, but she was in Dude, Where's My Car in the year 2000. Yep. How about that? All right, let's get two people on the line. Uh, let's get a millennial and a Gen Xer. Call right now, 651-641-1071. The millennial teams up with Donna. The Xer teams up with me as we play the millennial X Games. That number again, 651-641-1071. We go. Uh, Generation X versus millennials. These are the millennial X Games. Steve, the millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host, DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. Filling in for Rocco today. DJ Diggity Dawn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we have actually we have Steve from Stillwater on the phone helping out Steve. Yeah. What He's up, Steve? He's a Gen Xer. And then How we you have doing? Millennial Carly on the phone as well. Hey, hey, Carly. Hi. You and Steve are the same age. When's your birthday, Carly? July 9th. Oh, nice. I look up to you. You're like a mentor to me. I don't turn 38 until later this month, much later this month. Yeah, I'm much older than you. Yeah, yeah, I know. He tries that one on everybody. <laughs> Whatever. Um, girl, stand by because yeah, I'm probably going to need you. Stillwater, okay. Steve, how old are you, my good man? I'm the same age as Donna. Nice. Very fun. Well, this Yay. is great. Look, that's funny. You've got my age. I've got your age. This is this great. Is this, this is perfect. Good. It's working out exactly the way it should. Um, yes. How should we choose who goes, who goes first, first? I didn't know the answer to that. And eh. I... How about ladies first? Donna, okay. would you like to spin the wheel first? I would indeed. Okay, Dawn, great. would you like me to spin I, the wheel? I will spin it for you. Okay. Let's see. Uh, I will. <laughs> Big money. Television. Okay. Television. Here we go. Okay. Donna? Yeah. Name the 2004 to 2007 UPN and CW teen noir show that gave Kristen Bell her big break. Shoot. 
U P N is a deep cut. <laughs> sure is. Oh no. Oh. That was Channel 9 in my neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah. yeah everybody's got a Kristen Bell was on. Listen, I'm not gonna waste any time. You are you gonna use your lifeline already? Yep, I gotta go to Carly. I I just don't wanna okay. lose. Carly, you're on back on the air with us. Do you know the oh. answer to this question? Oh my god. I wasn't really allowed to watch much TV as a kid, but is it like um, uh, something my so called life, maybe? Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Is that your answer? No. Okay. Yeah. You'll That's go with our... that, Donna? Okay. Yeah. Shoot. Sorry. That is not I the can't answer. I think of it. So. Do I tell you the answer yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, you can Th- It's it. Veronica Mars. Oh, show. that's oh, right. Shoot. And they're doing a reboot of it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're going to put Carly something. back on hold, yes. I believe. Oh, All right, okay. hang on, Carly. Thank you. Okay. Sorry, Carly. Oh, okay, shoot. now we do we go to Steve yeah, or I'm Donna? Gonna, I'm yep. going to spin the bejesus out of this okay, room right now. Spin. I already got one hand up there. Oh, yeah. Music. Okay, Steve, here we go. Question is, the band was made up of Kurt Smith and Roland Orzabal. Their 1985 breakup breakthrough album was Songs from the Big Chair. Name this English band with four U.S. top five hits. English Roy Orzabal. Um, Goodness. Oh, oh, oh. Duran Duran. Two names to rob to rob. <laughs> um, you know what? Since Donna didn't get the first one. Okay. I'm going to go with, I'm not going to burn a lifeline yet, even though I don't know, and I'm going to take a total shot in the dark. Okay. And I'm going to say Durop Durop, final answer. Okay. It is not Durop Durop. It is Tears for Fears. Oh, that's oh, a hard one. Oh, oh, DJ Rockwell is like UB40. Yeah, he's a hipster. All right, yeah. Oh, okay. sorry, you guys didn't know that? Yeah, he's... Yeah, nobody knows it. Yeah, okay. Okay. okay, Donna, here we go. All right. Spin the wheel. Movies. Movies. Okay. okay, all right, got this. Renee Zellweger was nominated for Best Actress in 2002 and 2003, but finally brought home a Best Supporting Actress Oscar in 2004 for what Civil War movie also starring Jude Law? And Nicole Kidman. It's something mountain. Cold mountain final boom. Dang it. Yes. Yes, Donna. Yes, she got that right. I'm on the board. Saw that movie when I was a teenager with my friend Nate, my mom, dad, and my brother Josh. And there were, I think, three fairly into it sex scenes. One involved the table. And it was tough to watch with them. Okay, Steve, spin the wheel. Dad, could you pass the milk tuts? (laughs) <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, a little bit higher. Right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh no. You know, Cold Mountain has those scenes, though. I'm sorry. I don't Spin remember. Spin it again, oh. Steve. Oh. Yeah, you don't want that one. That was mine. Better. Okay. <laughs> Two of the fine five main characters from the Breakfast Club were not in the Brat Pack movie Saint Elmo's Fire. Name one of them. What a jerk he is for asking this question. 
Your guy will know it. Weren't in St. Elmo's Two Fire. Two of the five main actors from The Breakfast Club were not in the Brat Pack movie St. Elmo's Fire. So, like Molly Ringwald, Emilio Estevez. What about, what's his face? You just need to name one of them. Yep. Um, Come on, you got this. I'm going to go to Stillwater Steve. Okay. I'm going to write my answer down. Okay, Steve, do you know the answer to this? You just have to name one of them. Yeah, let's go with Anthony Michael Hall. Love it. Lock it in. Nice. Thank my you, answer? Steve. Put oh, me back really? on oh, hold. Nice. Thanks, Steve. Okay, now. I am putting him back on hold. He is okay. on hold. Okay. okay. Good job, Steve. <laughs> okay. Bye now. All right. Let's see here. Donna, spin the wheel. Okay, on the billboard list of the bone there. On the billboard list of the year-end Hot 100 singles of 2004, Usher had the top two songs. This is 2004. Okay, Donna and Steve fave Confessions was number twelve. Can you name either of the songs at the top? This is from the same artist as Confessions. No. Usher. Yeah, no, I can't. Usher songs. No, I forfeit. My... Okay, are we going to go to. We can't. No. Oh, we, we can't leave someone. This yep. is great. Okay. I'm going to go, yeah, yeah. Yeah, are you saying that? Yeah. Is that yeah. an answer? All right, now give us one more, Donna. That's one. We need uh, one more. Wow. Um, the other it's one slower. is called I Want to Get Busy Tonight. Whoa. Wow. Why not in two? Why can't I just name one? It's burn. Never heard of it. Burn, let it burn. Oh yeah. It's a slow song. It's awesome. Am I supposed to have clips for that? No. Okay, good. Absolutely not. Thank God. So we're uh, we're tied. All right, tied. It all goes down to this. If I get this question, I win. Yeah. Let me grab onto that wheel. You are I mean I got so excited. I prematurely spun. And yes, it landed on TV. Sweet. Troubleshooter MacGyver was known on ABC show for having an encyclopedic knowledge of the physical sciences and the ability to solve complex problems by making things out of ordinary objects. Name the Minnesotan who played him. Son of a bee. How many Who Minnesotans are there that have really been successful? Bob oh. Dylan, Judy Garland. It's a three-name name. Why is he getting a hint? Pipitana. Oh. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Jimmy Buttle Turner. <laughs> Harry Tuttle Trainer. I'm writing down my answer, even though I don't think it's right. Dustin Macfield McGee. <laughs> I'll go with that one. Final answer, Dustin Macfield McGee. Lock it up. Is okay. it like Michael Dean Anderson or something? It's Richard Dean Anderson, Richard. which is close enough. Cool. Donna wins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't know no tiebreaker. Ends. It ends oh, in a tiebreaker. Oh, it does. It okay, tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. I I do have one here. You, know what? you ask us a question. Let's blow some steam quickly about Rocco. He can cram it with these yeah, questions, he can can't he? It. Yeah, he needs to be fired he okay. should be you guys now that's very harsh imprisoned. he can't hear us okay how many seasons did Lobster's macgyver run for donna you want to go first or second i am going to go first and i'm going to say four price is right rules always in effect closest without going over i will say five years steve is correct yeah the answer is seven Woo! so 
That means Eat what? Donna. What does it mean? That it means, means I Steve win. Won. And Steve Stillwater won and Steve, Steve. will we'll get a prize. Yes, congrats. Okay. You just Sorry, won that Carly. brand new Yeti cooler. Okay, Steve, hold on. That's Carly, the- we'll see you. Steve, you did not win that, by the Bye, way. Bye, Carly. I'm Legally, sorry. I have to say that. Oh, he, not he didn't win Yeti. a Yeti yeah. cooler. No, okay. I don't know what he won. Thank you both. Can I bring him back? Or <laughs> yeah, what sure. do I do? Yeah, okay. right. Hey, hey Carly. Bye, Carly. Bye, Carly. I'm sorry. Steve O, you there, my baby? Steve. There he is. Hey, Stevie. Hey, Steve. Hey. What a journey that was. An emotional roller coaster, wouldn't you say? Uh, when you team up with the best, you know? Bruh, oh, Steve boy. squared, that's a problem. You know what I mean? I got it, yeah. Hmm. All right. Okay. Well, we love you, Steve. Hang on the line. Don, we'll get your information. You're going to so get a My Talk hat. Oh, unbelievable. awesome. <laughs> unbelievable, he says. <laughs> Hold nice. on, Steve. All right. That's great. I did it. Wear it with pride. It Dawn. was really bad. Nice Congratulations, job, But Dawn. you know what? Um, I need him to relabel these. Don't start everything with Mel. M. Because this is a small little hotkey here. He needs to it put cuts off. TV, movies. You know what start I'm saying? Start with that. Yeah. Yes, TV and then dash Mel. <sighs> Oh, Dawn, you did great. We're so grateful for you. We love you, Dawn. Yeah. Oh, nice. Hey, when we come back, I know we like looking at houses, right, you guys? Love looking at houses. Um, there is a piece of George Washington's Mount Vernon estate that has just sold for $50 million. Whoa. And I think we should take a look at it. And then we should talk about a national uh, disaster. Uh, specifically, Fergie's version of the national anthem a few years ago <laughs> at the NBA All Star Game. Remember it? Remember? America. Now there's a companion book just in time for the holidays. We'll tell you about that when we come back, Don and Steve. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I would just like to tell you guys that a piece of George Washington's original Mount Vernon estate has sold for $50 million. That marks the highest residential sale to hit the D.C. region ever. Wow, that's cool. Do we get to see inside? Yes, you do. It is situated on over 16 acres of land. It was last purchased from uh, the CEO of Lockheed Martin. Oh. Oh, Uh, He and his wife bought it in 2014 for $18.6 million. It's known as the Riverview Estate. It's 16,000 square feet, seven bedrooms, 13 bathrooms. Oh. 400 feet of water frontage overlooking the Potomac. Oh, it's gorgeous. This is where George Washington's farm was, which explains why he said, you know, I'd rather be hanging out on my farm than being the leader of the free world. Can you blame him? You guys, it is stunning. All right, I'm going to link this up. Go find it at the show links page. There's a billiard room. There's just beautiful bedrooms. It's light and airy and contemporary. Really? Yes. Wow. Uh, it just the view oh, so pretty, ooh. the fire pit. That's a cool room. It's, you see like that smoking room with all the leather yes. furniture? It's got a movie theater. Oh. I, I have a question, but okay. hey, uh, you might don't, not know the answer. Ask it so anyway. is wow. the, it's just basically the land at this point. Is the original cabin or whatever it would be on the property the acreage this is a great we, question we honor your question that's a great one the home was part of the original 1800 acres america's founding father purchased in 1760 according to the american horticultural society which still owns a portion of the original property now a historic landmark that serves as a museum oh i see okay so they have it as a museum hmm. 
$2 million worth Holy of furniture cow. and personal property. I'll tell you what I love, and George Washington's got it in his house. The wood planks on the ceiling is a really cool touch. Really nice. Let a me tell of, you wow. this, too. Oh, my um, The sale. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, the home remained in George Washington's family until 1859. It has only changed hands a total of four times since then. Since 1859. Oh my gosh. Isn't that great? It's really modern. Obviously, though, like, lots of renovations, so it is yes. his actual place. Like, I don't think he was working on the uh, the workout equipment in the gymnasium that Correct. they have. He's got one of those infinity pools, or like the kind that you can lap swim in, but it's only 12 feet long. Right. Golly. Interestingly enough, my dad worked for Lockheed Martin. Oh, is really? Right? Yeah. He was a jet mechanic in the Navy, and then he went Holy to, yeah. because they make airplanes, I believe, right? Right. Yes. Yes, he did. There's a guest beautiful, home, beautiful it looks home. like. Uh, there's a guest house where we could stay. Oh, the movie theater room? It's gorgeous. Wow. Gorgeous. I just... Gosh. This is a this is quite a stunning property. Yeah. Steve, you'll link it, right? It's already been linked. Linky link. Get your links. Also linked up this story. And other news oh, about me, America. Um. Oh, snap. Hang on one oh, second. Oh, did you lose the linky link? Uh, talk more about... Is it uh, Adele? No. Oh, we're no. going to put the Adele in for tomorrow. There is a trailer for her interview, One Night Only, with Oprah Winfrey that has come out. We have to examine that to make sure there is no cursing. Oh, oh I see. Okay. Yeah, we don't want to take any chances. I just posted the link to the September 15th show links page, so if you'd like to stay huh? sick or 30, 55 days behind us. Oh, great, Steve. Uh, my apologies. Coming to the... Uh... So do you remember Fergie's national anthem, everybody? Dawn, do you? I don't. Oh, Dawn, really? Is it, it bad? It's very memorable. So she doesn't... She didn't know the words? No, nope, she did a jazz okay. rendition that oh. I'm sure looked better on paper. Yeah, and I um, want you to mess with it. I think that's, yeah, better on paper is a good way to say it. Um, there oh. is an actual book that you can get now. It's called the Ferg American National Anthem. <laughs> no, no. This is true. And uh, and it, it's a picture book. And I saw it. it. It really looks nice. Like the pictures that they have are cool. And then the idea is that you then pull uh, the book out whenever it is... Uh, the the song is playing, which you would have on. You know, it'd be a real fun thing to do with the family, and then everybody uh, gets to listen to it together. Don, I'm sorry, I just put the link down there sure. for us, so we could we could pull that up, and then um, you'll see a little Let bit of what sure. we're talking about. If you need your your memory jogged, I will. Uh, what Fergie <laughs> sounded like. What's, Just um, what's going on over there? Donna? I'm reading the I'm reading the lyrics. The lyrics, yes, Donna. Could you do a, a so lyrical there are reading? Different lyrics as well. Well, uh, she, you know, she she massages some okay, of the lines. Okay, let's see. Here it is. Right let's just get this. Whoa, can 
Say, can you see? By the doors. Early light. By the doors. Early light. What's so prowl? Lay away. Nice pictures. Hey, I would. I love the at the twilight on the players. Gleaming, gleaming. The players had a lot of trouble with this one, keeping a straight face. Oh shoot! It was poor Fergie. They can't leave her alone. There's LeBron. Yep. By the end of it, Steph Curry is laughing. Jimmy Kimmel is laughing. Steph Curry, yes. Oh, my gosh. They're going to the crowd. Go to like 140. Just scrub ahead 30 sure, seconds or absolutely. so. Sure, absolutely. Right, Just continue. Here's one. Oh. Oh, no. For the land of the Oh, there's Jimmy Kimmel. There's Kimmel. She thinks she's killing it. Oh, for sure. Oh, no, she does. The home yeah, yeah. Ah, That's a tough. That's a tough. That's tough. That's tough. Poor thing. Poor thing is right. I feel bad for her. Uh, that's tough. She's doing okay, but now there's a book. That you can actually buy. I did link up to the book, the Ferg American National Anthem, thirty four ninety five for the hardcover. They say it is a lesson in civics for children and adults of all ages and what it means to be an American. <laughs> Come on. Oh, no. uh, yes, they say they highly recommend that the reader play the performance as you read the book. Mandatory, actually. Yeah. The book is in no way affiliated or endorsed by any particular performer or athletic organization. Okay. It's written by a, uh, a sketch comic. Out of L.A. Ever heard of it? Um, yes, Donna. Hannah posted my avocado from this morning. That's because it looked like you had found an avocado at the bottom of a dumpster, <laughs> put it in a Ziploc bag, and brought it in. Oh. And she I, just posted, would you eat this? I think it just got a little beat up in my bag on the way to work. <laughs> so, okay. Go ahead. You don't Go ahead, you guys. So it's, it's just un- uncut... <laughs> It's cut. No, it's cut. It's mashed. It's battered. It's tattered. It's bruised. It's various shades. It's like I just had a sinus infection. Oh, okay. No. All right. I'm just saying. It's fine. But thank you, Donna. We if, think you're doing awesome. If it makes you feel like a bigger person. Donna, I no. Hey. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Dawn, yeah. thank you. Thank you. See you soon. All right. Bye-bye.